Hello. Hey, how's it going? All right. So, uh, it's another episode of the After School Spectacular. And it's me and my buddy Marty, who uh, I also started my teaching career with. And uh, we both also have something in common because we've both worked some terrible jobs. And he kind of has me beat as far as uh, that goes. But uh, you could be the judge. And uh, we're going to just compare all the the terrible jobs we worked before we became teachers. And um, some literal garbage that he had to put up with. It was it was crazy. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this episode. Uh, there is some definitely adult content in there and uh but you know who's listening so without further ado uh, i'm very excited to introduce you guys to this episode so here we go we've talked in person how's how's fucking dad life it's it's pretty cool man i mean uh yeah, I mean, I met my wife at my second school, and then uh, when I was there, um, you know, we we uh, we fell in love, and we decided to have a baby, and we got married, and um, it all happened really fast. And but I'm I'm happy with it, and like the baby's awesome. He's really cool. He's like, he's got so much personality for someone who can't talk. You know, mm-hmm. like he's very he's very animated. He he has a lot of expressions and he's just funny as hell like he's he's very much like um like just every it's like constantly like just dealing with this little person you know it's he's we made a person we made a new person it's (laughs) crazy (laughs) new person dropped yeah i mean you know and we're just trying to make sure he's uh you know good and healthy and everything but uh yeah you were you were like the you're one of the first people i wanted to do this uh podcast with and in fact, I talked about you on another episode and I was like listing people I wanted to do it with. And you were one of the maybe maybe two episodes, actually. But yeah, I was like, I had a list, you know, and you were like you were on the list because I felt like me and you like clicked, you know, in the uh, in the fellows because we both had just had some like shitty jobs, you know, years yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, and say some of the schools are, are some of those jobs, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like. Cause I remember like, I can like vaguely remember like uh, chilling with you out front one day after work. And like, I think you'd ask me, or I'd asked you, I was like, like, we're just comparing shitty jobs. I was like, did you ever filter a deep fryer? And you're like, did I ever filter a deep fryer? And you're like, yeah. And then we just ended up being buddies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so man, like, I uh, do know. I'm pumped to do it. I'm pumped to do it. All right, so cheers. like, um, oh, cheers, cheers, yeah. This is this is actually one of the first ones. We're not drinking alone. A lot of times, I'm just drinking, you know, and asking people questions. I'm gonna drink, you know. But uh, what kind of your friends are you interviewing? <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't. I don't think anyone else was drinking. Yeah, yeah, they weren't. You know, they weren't. Uh, but I wasn't like shit faced on any of them yet. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't. You know, I just have like one drink, sometimes two. Um, but yeah. Uh, we had we had two uh, African American guys, you know. Then we had a an Indian uh, woman uh, bodybuilder, you know. Then we had my buddy Kev, who's not even a teacher, you know. He he was uh, he's just a funny guy. And then I had 
um, and the first white male teacher, but he was gay. And then we had another one. So he might have been the first gay one, but there could have been others. And then we had a uh, another uh, white guy. So like you're, you're only the second white guy, you're the second straight white guy. You know. I was gonna say, fuck. Am I am I white white guy number one? <laughs> That's a pretty good. Uh, okay, I'll take white guy number number three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's the list of um, my credits. White guy number three. It, yeah, the first 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 drinking, first one having a drink with me. So that's cool. Well, I'll where did that. you where did you go to school at? Like, uh, uh, yeah, high school or college? Uh, like elementary, middle school, high school. Like, were you in New York or out of state? Yeah, no, no. I grew up uh, in the Adirondacks, upstate New York. Oh wow! Uh, so, so you're the first upstate guy. There you go. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I grew up in a town called Johnstown. Uh, it's a real fucking shithole. Um, small, very conservative, uh, redneck, you know, football town. Okay. Uh, and went through, you know, elementary, middle, high school there exclusively. Um, nice. So my elementary school was actually right across the street from my house, which was kind of cool. Because, like, the bell would ring and then I'd be home you know, five minutes later. And, um, like that was actually like, I enjoyed elementary school. Like I didn't start to hate school until middle school. Um, but I think a lot of it was like, I live right across the street. It got to the point where like, you know, all the people at school knew my mom. Uh, so in elementary school, I'd be like, I don't feel good. Can I go home? And they'd be like, okay. And then I'd just walk oh, wow. across the street and I'd be home. Um, <laughs> And, I, you know, it's just like, I just want to go watch Power Rangers or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. So Were you ever late school, to school? Oh, yeah, all the time. Holy I'm, shit, I'm, really? You're across the street? Yeah, no, I'm I'm just a chronically late person. <laughs> um, Even in elementary, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, my, like, it's, it's from my mom. Uh, we just cannot, as, as human beings, be on time. Um. But yeah, and then I went to middle school and I actually lived right down the street from that middle school. Um, and then high school, you know, Johnstown High, only high school in, in town. So, yeah, fucking A through Z, fucking Johnstown, New York. Look it up. It sucks. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, like for me, we had, uh, I was never like walking distance. I, I like envied those kids. I thought that was so fucking cool. You could walk home and I hated the bus. I really did. I hated the bus and the bus was crazy. We would, I remember getting kicked off the bus, which was like, really, that doesn't <laughs> like mid ride. They just put you, put you... Like, no, I, I, I would like, if you, if you fight on the bus, you're not allowed to ride the bus for like a week. And uh, we would, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you just can't go to school <laughs> yeah that's like my mom was like i guess you just whatever you're coming to work you know or she would like have to drive me to school on her way to work which both started at the exact same time so i either got to school really early or a little mm -hmm. late and then that meant she was also late for work and yeah. she would just be flipping out i remember she kept saying she's like this is punishment to the parents <laughs> like so we all really it yeah yeah it was it was a dick move and like uh we yeah and then like in high school it was a little closer 
And middle school was the farthest. That was like nowhere. Near, I shouldn't have gone to that middle school. There was another one closer, I think. Or no, there wasn't. You, yeah, so that because it was one middle school, but there was elementary school closer than the one I went to. So elementary, I actually could have gone to a closer school, but they were still like, nah, nah, just keep going there. Because it was one like that was built when I was in third grade, but they didn't want to change me. They're like, you're going to stay at this school, yeah. just keep going there. Even though it was like yeah. a way longer. Uh, we need you to go farther. <laughs> we need you to travel a little bit more. Yeah, and I mean, so then uh, the only time I could walk to school was when I started teaching. And I had it to where it was like um, the, the second school I taught at, the one I met my wife at, it was like, the apartment I was subletting was like walking distance and it was like really close. So I would always see kids like at the grocery that were like, Hey, yeah, yeah, that's my teacher. You know, and I'm like, by the way, he doesn't do any work. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the, the parents. And uh, yeah, it was, it was wild. But um, yeah. So, um, how, so how much, like, how much different is, I've been to the Adirondacks once uh, for like Lake Champlain we went to, but like uh, that's kind of by there, right? Yeah. 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 It's, so, it, it, it's close-ish. Yeah. Like you, you have to drive through it. I remember, but I saw, I see, I seen the mountains, man. I seen them, but like, yeah. how, how, uh, how much different was like your school life as a student to like the students you teach like night and day pretty much. I imagine or like, was it, I mean, you yeah, took the I same mean, test, right? Yeah, I'm, um, in terms of whiteness, uh, my school was much more white. Uh, you know, small town, there yeah. it's, it's 99% white people, uh, fucking country town in upstate New York. Um, so demographically, it was a lot different. Um you know, it's, it's, I come from a poor community. So, so poverty, like wise, it was fairly similar. Um, you know, like a a lot of people struggling, but the high school, I mean, you know, times were like, I went to high school in the fucking nineties, you know what I mean? So, so like the idea, like it seemed to me, that we were a pretty well-funded school, you know, like we had yeah. a fucking pool and all that shit, like in the high school. Um, so, so that might be the main difference. Like, I'm not sure what it's like now, like, as far as like, especially, you know, COVID times where everyone needs a laptop, you know, things like that. Uh, Cause we, you know, I went to school like where we had the computer room and like the oh, only yeah. time you fucking touched a computer was when like the twice a week, your class, you know, went to the computer room. Um, so I, I don't really know, you know, if it, if it's like every student has a laptop now, but at the time for a small, you know, relatively poor town, um, like to me, it seemed like we had all the shit we needed, you know, like, yeah. the sports teams didn't go without, you know, you know, they never had to like cut basketball because there weren't yeah. funds yeah. or anything like that. So, Not yet. so yeah. you know, so, so relatively speaking, it seemed 
much more adequately funded than pretty much every school I've worked in in New York City, you know, or school that I'm familiar with. Even. Yeah, like that's a big that's a big difference too. Like just with time, because like even like I I didn't I graduated 2007, so it's still that's only like 13 years ago, going on 14 years ago, and it's like yeah. even then it's like the time difference, like the technology, you know, like I think we didn't have an iPhone. I think iPhone came out right after I graduated or maybe like towards the end of my senior year. Like, and like now, you know, so there was no tablets. I don't think they had like, there wasn't multiple, like I think every class had like a computer, you know? And then there was a couple, there was like a a computer lab that you could go to, but it wasn't like, um, how it is now where there's like multiple laptops in a cart that's like just whenever whenever needed you can just pull one up yeah they didn't have that um, so I think also with like just time technology is it's kind of hard to judge that but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's yeah, uh, man, back in the day like my shit was like they wheeled in the TV yeah know? yeah like Fuck and yeah. it was a fucking TV <laughs> like yeah. the block yeah, like not even a big one it was like it had to sit on a cart yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like we all had to, and i remember uh they had um uh, what do you call it like i was talking about this on one of the other ones i think already so i'm trying to repeat it too much but it was like like science class we just talked we just watched like magic school bus and like bill nye you bill know nye, and dude. then like in history we would watch like uh there was you know i'm just a bill but there was also like some other like you know it was when like an english class we would watch movies that were like about the books we were reading i guess but yeah there was always like if they if they could fit a movie and you're watching a movie and then it was like like in math class we watched the grinch like it had nothing to do with math <laughs> I, think was, I think it was near christmas so she was like fuck it we're watching the grinch. <laughs> yeah dude yeah back in the day you could get away with that shit just be like yeah, yeah. we're spending a week on the grinch in fucking geometry <laughs> I'm not playing. It's November. We're watching the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, no, no planning. It's just like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah, and, and yeah. All, and everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's watch the Grinch. Like, I don't want to do math. How how did you find out with like the teaching fellows? Like, how did you uh, end up doing that? Uh, so basically, um, I was working in a coffee shop with this, uh, this girl who's a a good friend of mine and and now one of my best friend's wives. Um, and, uh, we were playing in a band together. So, uh, me and the dude she's now married to. And so we got to, you know, we were all hanging out. And uh, she ended up getting into the teaching fellows and like about a year into it, she, she was, you know, finishing her first year of teaching. And uh, I was just bitching about still like, I was trying so hard to like find anything outside of service. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and I was just like, this fucking sucks. I can't do this shit anymore. Like, it's killing me. I hate these rude motherfuckers, yada, yada. You know, yeah, every, yeah. Time, every time. Um, and she was finally just like, just apply for the teaching fellows. Like, what can it hurt? And 
and that that was basically it i was just like all right you're right like it can't hurt uh so i did it and i got in and and that's that's really how i became a teacher it wasn't a planned thing it was just like i don't want to work in a coffee shop anymore like yeah I have I have no other option. I I couldn't get a job, you know. Like I have I have a fucking degree in journalism, which is essentially like you know, do you have a degree in breathing air? Like <laughs> fucking find a good job with that. Like, you know, like no marketable skill. Yeah, um, my my degree was creative writing, and then yeah. I got a. STS degree, the science, technology, and society, which is just another liberal arts degree that sounds fancy. And yeah, exactly. But it fucking means nothing. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like when I wanted to do teaching fellows, I honestly wanted to teach English, actually. And they're like, but they saw science, technology, society, and they're like, oh, this motherfucker's teaching science. (laughs) So they just like they just put me at science and then uh I mean, I love it. I'm really happy I teach science. I, I love doing labs with kids and stuff. And I, I think it's probably better for me than if I would have been English. But um, I loved writing, man. I really did. I thought I was going to be like Stephen King or something. I wrote all these crazy stories, except they're like about ninjas instead of clowns. But it was it was cool, though. I liked it. And I thought, I mean, I'm still trying to write on the side. But yeah, man, it's 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 wild. Like, it's not that I don't think people should go to college to get degrees, but I think there, there should be a, a, a way to help people. If, you, if you're going to get a degree in something while getting that degree, they should help you find a job with that. Like that's, that's one thing I like about trade school. Like my buddy that we had on, I had on here do the podcast. He did uh, heating and air and they got him like three different interviews, like while he was getting the trade, you know, and I thought that was great. Um, yeah, and he probably makes fucking six times more than we do. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. But <laughs> Uh, he just started doing it, but he's, he's got some plans and stuff, but he's, he's doing all right, man. Yeah. But, um, what was I going to say? That was white guy number one, but, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, um, so out, out of all the, like the jobs you had, what was like the shittiest job? Oh God. That's actually a difficult question because top three then what is like the top three? Yeah. Top three. Cause dude, like, you know, like I said, I grew up poor, so I went to work at 14. Um, oh, wow. Like, my mom was just like, yeah, you want shit? Like, <laughs> go to work. <laughs> you know, because as a 14-year-old, it was like, I want the newest Nintendo or whatever the fuck. And she was like, well, yeah. you're going to buy it yourself because we can't afford it. Um, so let me think. Um one of the worst jobs I had, though it was chill as fuck, um, my stepdad, or actually by this time, he was my ex-stepdad. Uh, so my mother's second husband, uh, he owned a leather mill because where I'm from is like the central leather stocking area of uh, New Holy York. Shit. Um, so I cleaned the spray lines after school like you know, when you get like fucking purple leather and shit, they like they fucking paint the leather. Um, and they do that like it's so it's like a conveyor system and what? everything gets covered covered in paint. Um 
so what I would do is <laughs> me, me and my buddy, I got my buddy a job. Uh, we would go and we would literally like use fucking scrapers and scrape the paint off the walls and of it's like an octopus arm that spins uh what like <laughs> it's like tentacles <laughs> yeah it's like tentacles um you know and each one has a you know like a little paint sprayer and it spins and coats the leather um so we would have to like scrape off the paint shit off that and then there was this vat of industrial fat called booth coat um and we had socks that we would put on our arms and we had to <laughs> stick our hands in this fat and literally smear the walls and everything with this fat so that the, we could scrape off the paint the next day holy shit um, dude like who designed this like an evil willy wonka like that is the most yeah. fucked up and complicated way to paint, nah. there's a conveyor belt with tentacles and a sprayer and then socks <laughs> with, yeah, no, the, what's it called again? <laughs> That's crazy. Booth, booth coat. Booth coat. Booth and coat. It, you got like booth coat socks, man. <laughs> and we would just like fuck around and like we would put like plastic bags on our heads or like our arms or legs and like jump into the fat just to like fuck around. Holy shit. Like that, that was when like so this was after the mill was closed so we were completely unsupervised um so that was like the good part of it because we would just get fucking really high and just like we'd be like well let's let's find shit and go throw it off the roof for two hours while we get paid (laughs) so so, uh, I know I know big Joe's not gonna big Joe's my stepdad I know he's not gonna listen to this but uh yeah, we we got paid for a lot of hours where we were just <laughs> throwing shit off the roof. That's hilarious. And I have no listeners at all. I don't know. I think I got like a total of like 180 out of like there's like one episode is like 13 views, one has like 20. Uh, so it, don't worry. It's, it, if he listens, it's it's like he was meant to hear this. But fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> plus, he what's listen, he gonna do now? What's he gonna do now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, big Joe. I stole a lot of your money. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. yeah so that was that was maybe the third one because like that's not number one no <laughs> <laughs> dude i've worked some shitty jobs um oh me too man i worked so that, uh, that, was, that was probably number three it was cool you know because we got to fuck around a lot number two was probably being a garbage man i was a garbage man upstate. oh you were a garbage man yeah don't they make like a uh, shit ton so of money we, not when I did it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the, the New York time, City ones do because they're like in a union or something. But yeah, exactly. like yeah, this was so. I got I got a fucking. I hope you're ready for this. If you want the, I can tell you about the job, and then I can tell you about the the, the dude. There's some fucked up shit with this job. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, the garbage man. Go ahead. Yeah, so I worked for this company called County Waste. If you've ever been upstate uh, New York, you've probably seen their shit because they run it. They run like the whole whole fucking uh, upstate garbage scene. Um, 
So I was a garbage man for them for about two years when I was like 22 to 24. It was right before I moved to the city. Um, at the time, it was great money because Albany rent was fucking absolute dog shit, like cheap. Um, like I was sharing like a three bedroom house with with people and my rent was like 200 bucks or something. Uh, and I was getting paid like 700 800 bucks a week um and and pretty much just went like i drank it and and sniffed it all okay Holy can shit. i say that on this podcast <laughs> yeah fuck it go ahead okay <laughs> um you know 22 23 yeah. Uh, but yeah so but you know the job i it was like an hour and a half uh, drive for work every day. And I had to be to work at four 30 and I Holy lived shit. in like, an insane punk house. Um, so like we had shows and shit all the time. It was like the main hangout house in Albany and, you know, people who would regularly be over, like I would wake up to go to work at two in the morning and I'd walk out in the living room and there'd be like 12 people like getting drunk, you know, it was like one of those houses and I'd be like, Hey, oh, Hey everybody, like gotta go to work. <laughs> um, so, so that sucked. And in the job itself was just br- like dude standing on the back of a garbage truck. Like in this, this wasn't like New York city, you know, where it's like, Oh, you do like a couple blocks. It was like, oh, you do this neighborhood and then you drive fucking 15 minutes to the next neighborhood or, you know, five to 10 minutes, depending. And like, if it, the drive was short enough, like the motherfucker who was driving, who was a pedophile, uh, which I, <laughs> like literally was a pedophile. Um, I worked with one too. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, like convicted. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, he wouldn't even stop to like let us in. So we're talking like upstate, upstate, like fucking February snowstorm, sleet, like whatever the weather is, he would just be like, oh, it's only like a seven minute drive. Like, and we'd have to stand on the back of the truck, like in the fucking rain while this motherfucker drove. Uh, so that just let sucked. you in if you were 14. Yeah, no, he probably would have. He probably would have. Like we had to like block his view, like when we would see him staring in the rearview mirror at like fucking children playing on their lawns and shit. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> he was a, he was a fucking monster. Um, him and his brother, who both were drivers for that company, both convicted. They're both pedophiles too. Yeah. Holy shit! Both convicted pedophiles. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a guy I worked with at a restaurant, and he was like. Like, you always got that guy you work with that's weird as shit, you know? But, like, he seems harmless, but he's, like, a weirdo, you know? And yeah. everyone was kind of mean to him. So I was like, man, leave him alone. Leave him. He didn't do nothing to nobody, you know? And then, like, because I was the new guy, so I didn't know. And then, like, two or three weeks in, I'm, like, trying to talk to him, be nice to him. I'm not trying to be friends with this guy, like, because it's, like, everyone's shitting on this guy constantly. And then finally, like, one of the bartenders tells me, she's like, that motherfucker touched a kid. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Well, fuck him. I was, <laughs> but it was like, like, after I heard that, I was like, man, this dude's nasty. But he did, he, like, he, it, I kept hearing stories about him. Even, like, to this day, there was, um, 
like a, a couple months ago, I was on like Facebook and I saw someone post about him. And it was like a local news from like back home in Ohio. And I saw him and I was like, that's that motherfucker. And he's still out there doing it. But he like saw a girl at a park and was like following her or something. But Jeez. it's just, man. They say, oh, man. maybe there's a reason why everyone's treating this man like shit. Yeah, I mean, because when I worked at the movie theater, they, there was another guy that got treated like shit all the time. And he just, you know, he just smelled like onions. So I figured like, oh, this dude probably smells bad. Or he just looks weird. Little troll looking bastard. You know, he's just a weirdo. But then you come to find out this guy deserved it. Yeah. You know, he, man, play, yeah. He's, a, he's a child predator. You know, he's, oh, man, but <laughs> the worst, one of the worst jobs I ever had, man, I worked for this fucking like racist dude. Um, he was like, so my brother got me this job and my brother looks just like me, you know, but like not exactly like me, but I know you can tell we're brothers, you know, and people, my mom gets us confused. Some, some people like that, but he's like five years older than me almost. And, uh, this fucking guy, dude, he just like, he would always call me my brother's name on like purpose though. I felt like it was weird. And then um, he, he would always do some like almost racist stuff, but like not really. And he was kind of just weird. And then one day he was like, we were doing roofing because we, we did complete home repairs. So I did, uh, I was like, you know, doing um, landscaping first. That's how I got into it. And then he had me doing like, you know, uh, we had to put together a kitchen one time and you know, just all, all this random odd job stuff. And then uh, roofing was one of the jobs where I was like, man, I'm not like the first roof I did, but the second one was like a church. And it's like this steep. It's, it's very, it's a steeple. It's called that because it's steep as fuck, man. So I was like, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not going to fall off a roof for like, you know, 18 bucks an hour or whatever it was. I'm not doing it. So he was like, all right, you could just do cleanup. So I just cleaned up the, the job site. So then he's going to get lunch and he's like, hey, come with me let's go get lunch for everybody. I was like, all right, cool. So I got in his truck. And right when we pulled off, he was like, uh, he, now, by the way, everyone who worked there besides me and my brother were white guys, right? Mm -hmm. So we pull up and we're going to go to McDonald's or something. He could only eat McDonald's because he had no teeth, by the way. He like, <laughs> like sometimes he would be about to get in a fight with someone and he would take out his teeth like before the face. Oh, you want to go? And he'd just take out his front row. And it was like, oh shit, like it's about to go down. He took out his teeth, you know? So it was, it was down, like it was, which is intimidating because you find someone who has no teeth, you're like, wait a minute, this guy's nothing to lose, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, he, so he would pull out his teeth. So anyways, we're going to get McDonald's. I get in the truck and he's like, yeah, me and you, you know, let's go. We'll leave them to do the nigger work. And I was like, the what work? Like, <laughs> and I, I was about to knock his teeth out, like the ones that were left, you know, because I'm yeah. so you can't say that to me. And I just I quit right there. Like as soon as we I, I think I did go to McDonald's with the boss, mad in the car. And then we got back and I just told my brother, I was like, hey man, take me home. And he was like, All right. And I quit right there. But it was like, I'm not working for this weirdo, toothless weirdo. He was funny as shit though. Like he like he was evil and racist, you know, obviously, but he was funny as shit besides that. So he was always saying some like messed up stuff, but that's why like I drew the line and I quit. Yeah, that guy was crazy about. though. <laughs> Fucking Ohio, bro. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, it's like like from the the from like when Trump was still debating, like before, you know, right after Obama was was out of office, you know, uh right, you know, Obama's last year in office, Trump's like doing the debates and stuff. And it was like a like a Stephen King. Well, not even. It was like more corny than that, like a Goosebumps book, you know, like looking back and like it's like finding out everyone you went to high school with 
is in a cult. You know, that's like what, that's what the last like four years were like. It was crazy, man. Yeah. So it's like finding yeah. out these people that like you you were friends with and used to do beer bongs with in high school and stuff. And it's like every one of them's like slowly losing their mind. And it's like, holy shit. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll get better. Uh, it's probably not. <laughs> I do. Kate's from Ohio, man. You're like, trust oh, me. Oh yeah, I get it. I get it. How did you meet her? Tender. <laughs> the t- oh, tender. <laughs> yeah. And it, when you were like, because you're the first one I've had that's in a band and that actually like toured and stuff. Definitely. Uh, like when you were like touring, you said you went to Ohio and like with your your band, right? I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was worried. I was like, my thing is someone else but yeah, so, like when you were there man it's like it's fucking weird isn't it everyone's crazy like i mean oh, dude ohio is yeah. the weirdest fucking place i've ever been and I, it's I, got dude, some I of the best it. people though it's got some of the no, best people there's a lot of weirdos but you, there's some there's some nuggets so, of gold in there yeah i have so many friends from ohio and they are all absolute freaks of nature um, <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's like it's a fucking place that breeds weirdness like yeah, I don't, I don't know. I love it, but it's it's weird and racist and also just weird. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't realize with, like, the town I was in, like, it was, like, one Black kid per class, you know? And then later on it became like five because it became like more black kids came to school you know like moved to the area you know and then the way that the area was split up though was like in the town the city of Dayton it's like all people on the east side of Dayton are white and they're poor and they hate the black people and then all the black people on the west all the west all the people on the west side are are black and poor and they hate the white people (laughs) It is like, and they, and they all hate. It's like it's crazy. It is. It's like still segregation is going on in that town. Dude, but enough shitting man. on that area. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably shit on the board actually. But <laughs> you said what? So so let me finish my my. Oh yeah. The reason I quit being a garbage man. Mm-hmm. Um. It's because uh, the owner of the company. Uh, he's he's the main owner, and I hope he hears this. I oh, hope yeah. it's someone who knows him hears this. Um, <laughs> uh, he, he propositioned me to be his sex slave, so that's the reason. Whoa! Damn. <laughs> oh yeah. man! Oh yeah, shit! He, likes, he stopped me after work one day. Um, and he was like, Hey, Marty, come with me. I want to show you something. And I was like, it's, it's my boss. I was like, okay, Scott, his name is fucking Scott. If Scott, if you're listening, <laughs> I got fucking remember. Um, so he's like, come with me. I want to show you something. And so I got this, you know, I got, I went with him because I was like, well, he's my boss. He's the one who signs my fucking paychecks. Um, yeah. 
uh, he had like like a week before like retroactive like I got injured and I had to go to the hospital and I had like a fifteen thousand dollar bill because I had like an overnight. Um, and he retroactively instated my insurance and fucking like covered that whole thing. So I was kind okay. of indebted to him. Um, so he was like, hey, come with me. I want to show you something. Uh, so I get in his car. We drive uh, like 15 minutes to this is in Colony, New York. And we pull up to a construction site. And I'm like, oh, okay. You want to show me this? I don't know why. Uh, and he's like, this is my mansion. Uh, it's being built. Let's, let's go take a tour. And he, you know, shows me the mansion. Uh, you know, heated floors, fucking like seven rooms. is like a, like a $2 million mansion at the time. So this is early 2000s. Uh, but like for upstate, like money, you know, talking money. Uh, so we're walking through, we get to the top floor and uh, he's like, so this, this is this room. And he, he, he basically said, he, verbatim said, and this, this will be where you stay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Holy shit. And I, like, and I was like, what? <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, he's what do you like, mean? Yeah, yeah, so he's like, this is this will be your room, and you'll come live with me, and uh, you know you'll help me out, and I'll pay for your college. Oh um, shit! And I was like, w- <laughs> what? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Man, look at back on them student loans, though. I mean, that, that probably was a good yeah, thing. No. <laughs> is it like no prefacing it at all? Just like this is your room, you live with me, and I'll pay for your college. I was like, Holy shit! I don't, I don't quite understand. And he was like, I've done this with several, several, um, several other men. Um, I'll introduce Holy you to one. You can find out about it. And and I was like, okay, I think I, I, I. You know, I in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, I know what this is about. <laughs> like, I gotta suck your dick, don't I? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't say that. I was just like, I was just like, okay, uh, all right, <laughs> like, let me think about it. Holy um, cow. Yeah, you've had way worse jobs than me. I'm imagining the fucking tiger guy, the fucking, uh, you know, I'm talking about the dude from Netflix with all the tigers. Like, he's like a creepy gay dude. That guy, you, <laughs> got to imagine like, like, like straight laced. Like, if you saw him, you would not know that he fucking keeps boys. Holy <laughs> shit! That's uh, wild. Yeah, like, so, so the main, like, we're riding back. <sighs> From this this adventure, and after he took me to the mansion, he he went and got some pies for himself at a at a multiple pies. Yeah, he got multiple pies for himself. <laughs> Holy cow! Um, at like an orchard that was nearby, and I was just that's like, "That's so weird." Okay, but so we're riding. That's, that's back almost and, weirder than the sex list, though. Almost. 
it gets weirder. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, I swear. So, oh, so this gar the the headquarters of the garbage place that I worked with is in the middle of fucking nowhere in Colony, New York, right outside, like fucking the only other building around is a strip club. Oh and, wow! You know, and like all the workers would joke about it, <laughs> be like, yeah, it's a "Fucking weird strip club." And uh, a buddy of mine that I worked with, who I was friends with, was like, hey, you know what's weird? Like garbage waste disposal is one of the biggest jobs for the mob. And guess what else is? Strip clubs. The fact that these two things are sitting side by side, you know, bears consideration, essentially. And uh, so, so after he proposed me to to be his his houseboy, um, we're driving back in silence, and I'm just trying to think of anything to say, uh, <laughs> because it was like this is so fucking uncomfortable. Like in my heart, I know what you're asking me, but you're also like offering to pay for my college. So there was part of me that was like. <laughs> Can I suck a dick? <laughs> like, yeah, can I, I do mean, this? Like, if I can, I live in a like. I'll live in a mansion. Can I take a dick in my mouth? Um, oh man! But so I bring up. So this was this was like the thing where it was like, oh no, I need to get away. Um, so for some reason, uh, we're sitting there in silence, and I was like. So out of curiosity, where does all the garbage go? Um, and he looks, he, he starts talking. He goes, well, we have a giant incinerator pit that burns at, you know, nth thousand degrees. And we take all the garbage there and we dump it in and it's instantly burned to nothing. And he stopped and went, you put anything in there. And then he paused and he looked directly into my eyes and he said, <laughs> anything in there. Holy shit. It's gone. And I went, oh, <laughs> he's talking about me. Holy shit. Um, so yeah, I quit like a week after that, after I met his uh, his previous sex slave who confirmed that that is exactly what he wanted from me. Um, <laughs> I like that you stayed for a confirmation. Like, just, just, just making sure. Like, is he like <laughs> hooking it up like Batman and Robin situation? Or, no, exactly. I gotta suck his dick. And he's like, no, no, you gotta suck his dick. <laughs> yeah no for real he was like that That's was the, like essentially what he told me he was like no <laughs> you gotta suck his dick <laughs> uh, like, just to be clear yeah. you have to <laughs> yeah 4 a.m wake you up tuesday morning you gotta do it doesn't matter <laughs> yep and you know like at the time like i went home and i had like a crisis of conscience because i was like 
well, I'm too poor to afford college. This is a good deal. Like, am I am I gonna fucking take his ween? <laughs> That's insane. So that, that was the number insane. two worst. <laughs> number two. <laughs> wow. What's number one? Um. Number one is honestly probably being a teacher. I really don't like it. Oh, man. I thought you were going to uh, say McDonald's. <laughs> no, oh, no yeah. I, I have worked multiple. No, I'm, I'm, I, honestly, being a teacher isn't isn't probably the worst. Uh, the garbage man was probably the worst. I'm just fucking right. Uh, <laughs> of course it's the worst. It was the sex slave thing. But yeah. Yeah, um, yeah being, what's being funny is to be a sex slave was, was probably number one. What's funny is I had I had a similar question to my buddy last week on uh, Richard's episode, and I was complaining about when I worked at a strip club, and I was I was a DJ, and oh, really? um, I had yeah I was a DJ I was a DJ <laughs> it was female strippers I was a DJ and I had to um I had to put pasties on them and I was complaining about that, but yours is way worse. It's- <laughs> But you had to put pasties on yourself or strip no, on them. I, I, I had to cut out the pasties for them to put on. Any about that? It, if you if you if you worked, it was day shift, so all these women are like older than my mom. Uh, it was weird. It was the weird. It was so bad, man. Like like it wasn't the same girls. From that. And plus, it was just the it was a hole in the wall strip club. It was it was terrible. It was um, D-section scar type shit. Yeah, like it was so one time I had a uh, this is just this is just this was just one of the days. So I worked uh, from three to nine, three p.m. to nine p.m. And um, the, the guy who took over at first, it was awesome. It was honestly a cool job. I got to drink at work. In fact, I was supposed to drink. I was supposed to come in, clock in and get a drink. That was like what I was supposed to do. And then get it. And then because they wanted me to be like loose and start. Cause you gotta do the voice, you gotta be on the microphone, yeah, you gotta be playing yeah. music. It was all digital. I didn't have any actual like turntables and stuff. So I just I would just click on different songs. I had two different like uh, virtual turntables going, and I would have one spinning, and I would have on like you know uh, Twisted Sister or something, and on the other one I would throw on like ACDC, and I would have that one silent, and then I you know switch it up. It was easy. It was really it was like you could a monkey could do it honestly, and. Yeah. They probably should have just trained a monkey to do it because it was crazy. Then this guy took over because the guy who owned the place, he lost it to his wife in a divorce. So when I when I came in, she was actually running it. She just got it from him. And then eventually she sells it to this other guy. And he was just a jerk. He was so mean. And um, he he had me doing. So I went from having like one easy job to having like 20 jobs. He wanted me to also walk them to their cars when they got off work. And sometimes it'd be like some disgruntled guy. And I was working a little later. And like, also I was only making tips instead of getting like my hourly pay. It was crazy. And then, um, then they changed the law and I had to cut, I had to put the pasties on. So I had to cut out, I, I stretched this tape over like shot glasses and cut it with like a razor. And I would, I just handed it to him. I didn't really, you know, put them on him because it was just a lot of these women were crazy looking. And <laughs> I just wasn't into them, and it was uh, it was just a very intense 
see, and I, I, had to, I had to be the hot dog cook. I had to answer the phone. I had to uh, check the door. So I had to stop people when they come in and be the door guy and like get them to pay to come in. Then run back to the DJ booth, change the song, get on the mic. Then run back. I had to cook hot dogs in the back. It was crazy. There was so much going on. And then I had to like break up fights. I had to be like the bouncer. I'm not fighting for this place. I'm making like stripper tips that they don't want. So like nothing. I'm literally working for free sometimes. It was crazy. And one time, like they, they would each give me like $8 at the end. And I'm only working, you know, six hours. And I, and I might make like a... Uh, you know, a hundred bucks. Cause there's, there's a lot of women working and um, it was so crazy though. Yeah. One time this woman wasn't, she like hadn't paid me for like three days and I wasn't like gonna, you know, really hound her cause she wasn't making any money. She was very old looking. And so I just kind of said something in passing. I was like, you know, you haven't paid me since, you know, Wednesday. And the other woman who was working there, she jumped the, she was the bartender. She jumped the bar and like yoked her up and she's like, give him his fucking money. And I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I was quitting that job. As soon as I got like a, yeah, yeah, as soon as I got a job like uh, cooking at another place, I just, I just quit. You know, I was trying to get like a job serving tables or, uh, you know, bartending or something. But I was like, I'll just, I'll do anything. And I just, I quit the, it was such a shitty job, but <laughs> it was, it was fun. It was really it was probably one of the funnest jobs, but I made the least amount of money. That's what I was complaining about, really. I made shit, and I dealt with just these, like, meth addicts all day. And it, it just, it was, like, depressing. Like, I, I can't I can't enjoy strip clubs anymore. Like, my friends are like, let's go. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to go. And I wouldn't go anymore. Well, they're dark places. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 literally and figuratively. <laughs> the yeah. lighting's terrible. <laughs> so, um, what was like your you worst observation? You said what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, what was my worst observation? Um, yeah. Well, fucking all of them. Um, because fuck admin. Um, but the worst one I've ever had was, um, my previous school, not the one I'm working at now. Um, thankfully, like my principal's like very forward with me and he's like, he doesn't show up, uh, unannounced, uh, probably because like, you know, I, I run the sped department, so he doesn't like want to fuck my shit up because I I save his ass like weekly. Keep um, him in compliance. Me too. Exactly. Um, but the my previous school, I got an observation where they came in three minutes before the bell rang. Oh, I shouldn't even count. Yeah. No, exactly. Where I was like <gasps> finishing up my lesson and like talking about what we were going to do the next day and like it was information that the kids had to know um i was like just seeing you know you need to know this going into tomorrow or else you're going to be sitting there like yeah so they came in at that moment and i was like well i'm not gonna stop uh, for them, even though, you know, I knew that like, this isn't what they want to see, but I was like, 
they know they're three minutes before the bell. Like what, like they can't judge me on like not having discussion protocols and things. And I was wrong because they totally did. And I was just like, I was like, you know, it's like, this is what you need to know for tomorrow while the kids were fucking packing up, you know, and they gave me like all ineffectives uh, for my quote unquote lesson because like I didn't have discussion. I didn't ask higher level questions. And I was like, but you came in right as the bell was about to ring. And they were like, well, still, you know, like you saw us come in, you should have done this. I was like, so you want me to like fuck my shit up and fuck these kids shit up <laughs> for tomorrow to like play the game for you? And they were basically like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I, I had, I got like a completely ineffective, like, you know, potentially job losing had I not been like a high performing teacher, otherwise, uh, observation, uh, from them. And Man, I quit and fucked them right in their faces. So, you know, it came back. Did I, I, my first year teaching. I, I didn't know how to quit, so I thought I quit, but I didn't quit, I guess. Like, it was, I, I ended up getting stuck there a second year. I went on an interview because someone told me, they're like, don't, don't quit to her face. Get another job, and then you'll automatically be removed from her system, and she'll know you quit. And I was like, oh, that's awesome because I hate being, like, awkward and having to yeah. be like, hey, I quit, you know, and I, I just I can't. I'm not, that, I'm not confrontational about that. Like, I'd, I'd rather just kind of slink out. You know, just kind of yeah. not a punk out. I kind of just yeah. punk out, just, just like the pussy way out, whatever. I want to just do that. So I uh, I thought I quit. I went on an interview. This guy told me he hired me. And I was like, cool. And um, then on my birthday, which is the last day you can quit, in August 10th, ended up being for that year, it was the last day you could quit. He, he called me and I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And he was like, He's like, it was, uh, and oh, he also sounded kind of like Nelson Mandela. So he was like, he's like, hello, Mr. Anthony, uh, I have uh, bad news. Uh, you have to get your boss to release you. And then if she says you can go, you can come to my school because I forgot to finalize your paperwork. And I was like, what? Like, first off, she's not going to do that, you know, and, and you're just going to get a target on my back. So I was like, fuck it. I got to just stay there another year. So I ended up staying a whole other year, and it was terrible. And uh, then I quit for real. Like I made sure I, I quit, and I quit in person because you had sometimes you just gotta quit in person. So I think I But yeah, but also it is like, dude, maybe you dodged a bullet because like the incompetency of whatever <laughs> principal that was that like hires you but doesn't couldn't even know. hire me. Like he couldn't even <laughs> yeah. hire me because I went on the interview with June. This is August, and he's like, oh shit, I didn't hire you. <laughs> Yeah. whoops i forgot for months <laughs> man um uh, this, is a, this is a fun question i got here uh what's the brokest you've ever been out of all the jobs <laughs> i mean you mean like at once or how many years <laughs> oh um Whichever way you interpret that question, uh, like for me, the teaching fellowship was like that was so. I don't know how I did it. Like 
don't know if you remember, but there was a day I came in with like a bunch of plums. That was my last five dollars. I just bought a bunch of plums because I knew we got paid the next day. And I was just eating plums all day and all night and then having terrible diarrhea. And then I finally got paid the next day and I could get like actual food. Like that was that for me, that was it. But uh, what was the brokers you've ever been? I mean, God, dude, I worked I worked service for a long time. So, you know, in New York City making like fucking eight dollars an hour paying you know, a thousand a month for rent type shit. So, oh, man. um, so there were, there were like, dude, before I became a, t- being a teacher is the most money I've ever made. Same, same. Absolutely fucking pathetic considering <laughs> how much money we make. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, dude, like before I was a teacher, like I had years where I made like $14,000 living in New York city, like totally insane. And like, that was my rent, you know? Um, so there were periods where it was like, like I routinely would have like three, you know, dollars in my bank account. And like, that was it. Like no savings, no other money, just like for a week to be like, all right, I've got like, you know, 12 bucks this week Holy shit. <laughs> to, to get myself through. And it just, you know, thankfully I cook and like, you know, it's like, well, I can buy some eggs and some ramen and like, mm. and like, that's what I eat this week and fucking, you know, some beans or some shit. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, dude, there was, Honestly, teaching fellows wasn't that bad for me because I was used to living like that. Um, you know, and a lot of nights I just fucking drank my dinner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, I have $3. I can get two 40s or I can eat. <laughs> like, 40s it is. <laughs> like, so... Um, so yeah, honestly, teaching fellows wasn't that bad, honestly. But yeah, for like, like, you know, and, and thankfully, like once I went back to working, I got out of the kitchen and I went back to um, uh, being a barista. At least I got tips, you know. So, so like the years where I was cooking in New York City making absolute like dog shit wages those were the worst um that was like the time it was like oh i'm gonna like cook myself a meal at work because this is the only oh, yeah. time I eat today you know like yeah. that that was that was that was the worst time period um yeah when i when i worked at the school cafeteria um at my uh my college i went to first off i was 26 and I was living on campus. So that's <laughs> like, it's like that Van Wilder movie. I'm wait, but not at all like that at all at the same time. So I, like, I, I wasn't like, you know, sleeping with all the girls. No, I was an old creepy guy, you know, in that dorm room. Yeah, the the <laughs> like, realistic Van Wilder. I worked Wilder. in the cafeteria, yeah. And like fucking would just walk to the cafeteria, cook food. And like, I, I didn't, uh, I had the meal plan, but a lot of times I'd be at work. So I wouldn't 
I would be in class or at work. So I didn't have time to go eat the food that was that I was paying thousands and thousands of dollars for. So I would just steal food, man. Like they said, you get like one free meal, but then I'm doing a 12 hour shift and then I'm not going to eat the crappy food. So I would like go in and just make myself some really good food and wrap it up in foil and like, you know, stuff it in my pocket when no one's looking and then go to my locker and put it in my book bag or something. And then I did that like all the time. And then like my roommates who were like way younger than me, you know, they were like, yo man, can you steal us some food? And I was like, yeah. And plus they were always like smoking weed. <laughs> and like that, like by that point, I'd already quit smoking because I, like, I couldn't do it. I was like old enough to where I got like panic attacks, you know, and they were still like blazing constantly. So I'd come home and they'd all have the munchies and I'd be like, I got strombolis. And then they'd all eat them and stuff. But like that was like, like if you, I remember some guy was like, uh, he was, I think a lot of them actually were like from like, they were like ex cons. So that was the only job they could get was like a college cafeteria. But yeah. he told me some like real shit. He was like, listen, he's like, if you're a cook and you're going to bed hungry, it's like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I was like, you're right. And then he was like, like, cause I, I, I go to bed full. My kids are fed too. And he showed me the little trick about shoving the food in your pocket. You have to cook something like a sandwich, you know, or like a, a slice of pizza, you wrap it in foil. You gotta wear the cargo pants. You got the pockets. You yeah. shove them in the pocket, go to your locker, boom, boom, put it in the thing, and then you go home and eat it. And I was like, that's pretty funny. I would just do it all the time, too. Yeah. You couldn't steal soup, you know. Yeah. But who, 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 soup's not a meal. You know, like I said, I felt soup's not a meal. <laughs> I, I'm I disagree with that. Uh, but <laughs> now, a meal, a meal on its own, it's it, it's soup and there's gotta be a there's gotta be an and true. true. Soup. Um, but yeah, dude, like that was the only like that was part of the reason I worked in so many kitchens was just like I need to eat and I Good can't food. afford to. Yeah, it's like I I know that if I'm cooking, like it's like oh I got an order of mussels in and it's fourteen to an order. Whoops, twenty accidentally went in the pot. <laughs> oh well, I gotta eat these others. Yeah. When you were, um, what was like your go-to breakfast sandwich when you became a teacher? Uh, I mean, I fuck with all forms of breakfast sandwiches. Um, way, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> but, uh, my, my current school is near nothing, so I pretty much have to bring food. Uh, oh, my main school that I worked at for three years was in Flatbush. Um, so chopped cheese, hands down, chopped cheese, man. I think it's for breakfast. Oh yeah, oh, wow. any time of day. It's the best sandwich known to man. It's fucking okay. Dope. Hell yeah! Hold uh, on one second. I gotta get my bottle. Be right back. Uh, yeah, no worries. Actually, I got a piss, so. And through the magic of editing, we will start again right here. Uh, part of it was cut off, though. Um, it's supposed to be that I asked him to give himself, his 16-year-old self, some advice. Sorry. So, here we go.
and no one gives a fuck about you uh work on yourself a little bit more <laughs> instead of waiting until you're 20. yeah i would have told myself to get the hell out of ohio you know <laughs> yeah. yeah or or murder sarah connor you know, just kidding. <laughs> Terminator joke. <laughs> um, uh, fucking okay. Um, during a pandemic, Isaac Newton invented calculus and discovered gravity. What's one thing you did during this pandemic? And yes, I did ask my students this same question. <laughs> What's one thing I did during this pandemic? Like something uh-uh. you mastered. I've put a lot more, especially since leaving New York City, um, I put a lot more effort into cooking like world cuisine. Oh, wow. So like a lot of research into um, specific, for the most part, uh, Chinese and Indian cooking, because those are like two two of my favorite uh, food cultures. Um, but you know, we've, we've been to the pretty much the middle of fucking nowhere since last May. Um, cause we, we went to like small town, Colorado, and then we were in New Mexico. Um, don't ever go to New Mexico. It fucking sucks there. <laughs> um, unless you're like a, my guns Republican, um, but but yeah, it's just uh, that that's probably been the main thing. Other than that, I've been pretty dejected and hopeless, and have really achieved nothing in regards of personal growth, um, because I'm just sad all the time. <laughs> but food has been no, been, it, no, that's something though. That's something. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I try to cook something cool every day. We did this um, HelloFresh thing where like they send you a box of food and you cook the stuff on the on the menu. And then um, that's how I learned how to make risotto. And then I started making my own risottos. And it's it's very, it's a pain in the ass, man. Like, I never knew, I thought it was just like an easy thing yeah, to do. So it's a pain in the ass. And um, so I don't know, but um. Uh, just so you know, what, what, Kate makes all those HelloFresh ads. She's like one of the main people. Oh, really? She works for HelloFresh? Yeah. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah. We're, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell my wife that. She's the one who did it. And I'm, I'm going to tell her that's fucking hilarious. That's great. Yeah, we just had one today. We had the uh, the chicken sausage uh, rigatoni. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she, she makes like all those ads. We did uh, a recipe for them that I think is up. Like she, like one of those videos is like us cooking. <laughs> nice, yeah. We uh, we we use their uh, like we we picked from their menu and they send us the stuff and then they send us the recipe and we make it. And um, yeah, we we've uh, like a lot of that stuff I post on Instagram is like. Like all the Cuban sandwiches and stuff is mine, but then like the other stuff is theirs. Oh, um, that's funny as hell. That's funny. Yeah. Small world. Hello yep. fresh. But uh now one thing I did is I finally learned how to drive. Like um oh, fuck it, 32, dude. and I just now got my driver's license. Um Congrats. I didn't know my mom uh wouldn't teach me how to drive because I uh because I smoked weed in high school and she she got a. Uh, 
she got so mad about it. She's like, I'm going to teach you how to drive because you're probably just – it wasn't just that. I also got, like, got arrested, and I was, like, getting in fights, and, like, uh, I was a completely insane kid. So she was like, you don't need to be driving an automobile. You want to ride with your idiot friends, I can't stop you, but I'm not going to, like, give you the tools to drive. And then I, when I moved to New York, I didn't have to drive because I just took the subway everywhere. And then uh, when we moved, we just moved to Jersey, so I had to take lessons. That's one thing I got done. I've learned how to drive. Congrats. You said what? I didn't know you were in Jersey now. Congrats. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the other side of the, the river. Um, But no, nah, it was like, like the first time I smoked, man, was like so stupid. Like it was like I, I, I snuck out. I was already grounded for something else. So I was like, fuck it, you know? And like, uh, what's the matter? All my friends had smoked weed like one at a time. I didn't realize like where it was going on. And then one of them was like, it was like me and one other guy, my friend who passed away, Corby. And he was like, hey, like he came by, like knocked on my window. And he's like, everyone smoked but us. Like we got to do it. And I was like, you're right. So I, I just climbed out that, I was on the first floor. So I climbed out the window and we, uh, we took off and like smoked weed at some girl's house. And uh, with my buddy, Zach, he like, he, he like worked a, a empty milk carton, like a jug and like made a little, like we smoked out of that. I, I don't even think I really, like I know like everyone says like, well, I'm not sure I got high. Like I definitely was high, but it wasn't like, I didn't like it though. Like I remember like thinking that like, this isn't for me, you know, I <laughs> just, yeah. you know, and then the next year I found boobs, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is more like it. This is what I like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Fucking uh but yeah, this is uh we did all the questions, I think. Isaac Newton, everything. Uh, uh what was your favorite grade in school when you were a kid? Like what was your favorite um like first, second, third, fourth, all the way to high school? What was your favorite grade, you think? I really liked school until probably seventh grade. So pretty much any time before that. Uh, once seventh grade hit, uh, I actually, I can pinpoint the day that I started hating school. Um, so my, so my seventh grade uh, year after the first report card came in and I got on the honor roll and I was always like, kind of like a fuck off, like goofy, you know, class clowny kind of kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got on the honor roll, the first report card of middle school and we had like a luncheon and uh, I went down and I remember I walked in and this girl who um, is actually like a human piece of shit now. Uh, <laughs> fuck her. Um, she like stopped me when I walked in the door and said, you're here. I always wow. thought you were stupid. And from that moment on, I never liked a day of school again. Um, but pretty, yeah, elementary school was great. Uh, I had a lot of fun. So yeah, I think yeah. I think I kind of agree with you. Like sixth grade is my favorite year. And then after seventh grade, it kind of sucked. 
And then in high school, I just was always in trouble. So I was like, whatever, and I got the fuck out. But like, yes, yeah, from like, but even like first grade, man, it was like so much nonsense that happened. And like, I got, like, I got bullied, but also like, I kind of was a bully to other kids. It was like, you know, shit rolls downhill. it's like i was a jerk too and uh yeah there was like just so much nonsense happening and like i remember dealing with racism though like early on like really early and like um yeah because i was like the only black kid in the class and that was like traumatizing you know because they were like just mean and some kid called me like the n-word in first grade i remember my mom went to the school and she wasn't even like it happened at like lunch or whatever. And I don't even think I told my teacher, but like the when I went home and told my mom, and I was like, hey, like, this kid said this thing. And I, it wasn't cool, you know? And I don't know what it means, like, but something was <laughs> like, when she went to the school, she wasn't she wasn't even like like you know, she was more like first grade, like really? Like what the hell? first grade is that? Like, you know, it was flipping out. And then yeah. like and I remember in sixth grade, I got in like a big fight over some racist stuff. And in fourth grade too, when I was in like a trailer, our school was so small and like our, our class, our like cohort was so big. We like overflowed the school. So they put some of us in a trailer. So we weren't even in the building. And I like just beat the crap out of this kid. Uh, he didn't even say that word though. Instead, he was like, there was two black kids in the class. And he asked one of them, he's like, he's a new kid. He's like, what's your name? And that kid's like, William. He's like, all right, I'm just going to tell all the black kids William because I'm time to learn all your names. First off, there was only two of us, right? So it was like, the teacher? Huh? The teacher said that? No, 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 no. The kid. Oh. Some kids are just like recess, right? And he was like, I don't have time to learn all the black kids' names. I'm going to call you both William. And I was like, did you call me William? I'm going to beat the crap out of you. And he like, he kept calling me William. And I just... I remember, like, I didn't even go in to, like, punch him. I just was, like, choking the shit out of him. And I'm like, <laughs> the teacher broke it up. And it was, it was a whole deal. But, like, I was like, he called me William. And she said, you can't choke kids because of that. And I was like, nobody meant it in a racist way. And I was, like, trying to explain it. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. he probably stormed the Capitol. So <laughs> you should have finished the job. He, I think he moved back to Florida. But, like... Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> so he, he definitely probably did something terrible like he's he's one of the many florida man headlines of like just shitty people yeah like i remember there was this other kid like who he called like he he said it like since i'm biracial he didn't know exactly what i was so he was like he didn't just say like nigga he's like you Puerto Rican nigga, and I was like, I'm not Puerto. And I was like, whatever. It's close enough. I just punched him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, whatever, man. I don't have time to argue with you about why your insult, your your racially charged insult, is incorrect. Yeah, it's semantics <laughs> don't matter here. I'm not gonna correct him. Fucking punch you. Swing. Yeah, it was insane, man. Yeah, like I, and I've never been like super liberal or. Um, uh, I don't even consider myself a Democrat. I'm always not an independent, but like just the 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 racial uh, issues to me, like are coming from the right, are just it's crazy. And 
but it's also like, I told you, you know, <laughs> like I've seen this shit since first grade, man. I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew it. So I just was kind of like, ha ha, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you've been paying attention, like, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck, man. <laughs> well, shit, man. Yeah, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna edit it out and it'll be good. And I always make intro music and stuff. So that'll be in there. And then it'll post probably within like a week. Uh, it'll be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can share it with everybody you want. You can find uh, the weird garbage man guy and send him a link. <laughs> dude, he's That's, like, he's, dude, he's. I honestly thought it would have been more even with shitty jobs, but you you destroyed me. You, <laughs> oh, dude, I've worked, I, man. I, I, and like, we, we, we scratched the, the surface. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I got a lot of them. Like those, those were like the standouts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there you go. There you have it. That's the episode. The after school spectacular. It's over. Thanks for listening. Uh, we weren't trying to put down anybody's job. You know, we were just saying those jobs for us in particular were. Uh, some of the tougher parts, man. You know, he was he was saying having three dollars in his account at sometimes and dealing with pedophiles and dealing with the sex slave guy. And it, you know, it just it was it was a it was a very real podcast, a little grimier than some of the other episodes, and that's what I love about it. It's it's always different. So thanks for listening, and uh, I hope uh, we didn't offend anybody. We were just being, you know, speaking our truth, being honest. Have a good one. I'm going to just let the beat play out.